You know there's a lot that goes into trying to make something work. You know that. And a worship team trying to get instruments and songs and lyrics and beats and everything to it. There's, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to everything, isn't it? You've got things that you need to do at home. There's always steps and measures and things to take care of. So I appreciate those who, who operate within the church who do things to help us have a worship service and glorify God. Those who are next door who are teaching our children. Those who are doing work and service around the building. Security that's looking out after your cars and stuff. By the way, I will tell you, always lock your car before you come in here, okay? Do that. That's just a little public service announcement. But the thing is, is that we have so many people doing things in the house. So we come together and worship the Lord. Isn't it great that people will use their gifts and their abilities for God and glorify his name? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to be preaching this morning out of the book of Colossians, using it as a text. And uh, so you just get ready and set yourself for that. There's a man that opens his eyes and he realizes that he's right in front of St. Peter at the pearly gates. Immediately, Peter said to him, he says, uh, it's not easy to get into heaven there are some uh, criteria that must be met before coming in. For example, Peter said, he said, were you religious? Did you attend church? Were you generous? Give money to the poor? What about charities? And Do you do any, any of these things? And the man just kind of sheepishly just kind of said, no. Oh, that's bad, Peter said. Well, did you do any good deeds? Help your neighbor? Anything? And the man just shook his head. Look, Peter said, he said, look, he said, you're going to have to help me. He said, everybody does something nice sometime. Work with me here. I'm trying to help. Now think. Suddenly the man smiled. And he said, he said, there was this little old lady. And she, see, she came out, as I came out of the store, she was out there in the street. And there were these, at least a dozen bikers that, corralled around her and they had taken her purse and kind of pushing her around and, 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 and scaring her and it was just a terrible thing he says so then I, then I went and they said that I went after her purse I pressed through the crowd I got her purse I grabbed that purse gave it to her went on he said then I went and I looked at the most biggest baddest biker there I walked up to him and he said, and I, I told him, he said, you are the meanest, ugliest, most cowardice man I've ever seen in my life. And I spat in his face. Peter, uh, Peter said, well, wow, is, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome. You really, you know, step up there. He, when did this happen? He said, about 10 minutes ago. I'm going to preach a little bit more on all in because we believe in going all in. It's been a theme throughout this year, and I want us to continue on, but we've been looking at different areas and di different aspects of all in. I'd like to preach on all in, but I'd like to give a, a subtitle to it. And the subtitle is this, Let Your Whatever Be in the Name of the Lord. Let Your Whatever Be in the Name of the Lord of the Lord. 
Now, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, for this time together. We thank you, God, for the worship and what's been done today, what's been saying and how people prayed and sought your face and have given to your kingdom. Now I ask you, God, that you will touch me and help me, Father. For, Lord, my sufficiency is in you. Touch me, Lord, and anoint. In the name of Jesus. Colossians 3, 17 and 23 in the New King James Version Bible. Paul writes, it says, And whatever, say whatever, you do in word or deed, do all, say all, in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Verse 23, he concludes and he says, And whatever, say whatever, you do, do it heartedly as to the Lord and not to men. The Message Bible reads this way. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. And that verse 23 says in the Message Bible, Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God, confident that you'll be paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. In this letter, Paul is writing and he says that whatever you do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, note that Paul uses the word whatever, which is an all-inclusive word. Whatever means anything. Whatever means anything. You look it up and that's the definition. Whatever means anything. Paul is essentially saying that anything you could possibly think of doing, whether it's by speech or action, let it be done in Jesus' name. It's almost as though this morning, which I didn't know you were going to sing this, but as the song we sing, Oh, Christ be magnified. Just let his praise arise. Christ be magnified in me. Oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. In other words, whatever in our life, wherever, whatever, Anything that pertains to us, anything that touches us, anything that we have to do to live, you take a breath, you take that breath in the name of Jesus. And I've known people who have taken step by step in physically just saying in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're going to make it because of the name of Jesus and his wonderful name. And when we're all in, we have the right and authority to use the name of Jesus. Uh, that's the one of the perks of being all in, is being able to use with authority, with right, with confidence, with honesty, using the name of Jesus. You and I both know that when we're not honest with God, we know it. We know it, we're aware if we're not real with God. 
if we're not right with God, if we're just playing a game, if we're acting religious and churchy, we know it, and we know that God knows it, and the devil knows it too. And he knows that the only thing he's got to run, run away from is the name of Jesus. It's the only thing that's effective against him is the name of Jesus. So in other words, let it come from the altar of our heart and our life. Christ be magnified. That whatever we do, whatever we, whatever we do will be for the glory of Jesus Christ and to bring honor to him. Amen. The Holy Spirit, God has given us the Holy Spirit to give us strength, power, and confidence in the Lord so that we can walk by, uh, that we don't walk by might, but by power, says the Lord. That the Holy Spirit will work within us to give us confidence in him I tell you what there's too many uh, churches our churches today are filled with people with not enough confidence in God not enough faith in the Lord and are afraid and will not and rarely use the name of Jesus either either we're using the name of Jesus wrongfully even the Bible says not to use the Lord's name in vain, if we're living right, if we're all in with Christ, if we're serving him and allowing him to be Lord of our life and not playing around with sin and living a secret life, then we have uh, the advantage and the perk that God has given us that in the name of Jesus we have authority over everything. You want authority in your life? then you offer your life as a sacrifice to Jesus Christ and lay your life upon an altar and say, Lord, I'll serve you completely. I love you, Lord. Uh, even if I may stumble in this walk, oh Lord, I'm gonna keep on going and serving you, God. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. How many here this morning have decided and say, Lord, uh, I give you my all. God, I give you whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever. Now, I want you to notice, because we're all in, we have the authority to use the name of Jesus. You can use the name of Jesus Christ. You go home, you got problems at home. I would first tell you, get right with God. So you can use the name of Jesus. Confess your sins, he'll forgive you. He will not hold back. He will not refrain himself from you. Can somebody say amen this morning? I tell you what, God has forgiven me over and 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 over. Come on, you can join in. Come on, we got any overs and overs and overs and overs and overs and overs. Sometimes it boggles my mind and it definitely humbles me why he keeps doing it. Why he keeps why he keeps listening to me, why he keeps on putting up with me, but it's a love that, that is great and mighty and glorious. And we can trust, uh, we can trust and know that if we decide to go all in with him, he's already gone all the way for us. Jesus said, I'll never forsake you. Lo, I'm with you always. Always I'm with you. And so he's with us. But aren't you glad the Lord forgives? Aren't you glad? Raise your hand. Some of you experienced Christians, Holy Ghost filled, uh, you know, uh, super, super Pentecostals in this house. How many here are glad the Lord forgives? Yeah, uh, yeah the one who's went over, overboard saved, you know. You know why? Because we know he forgives and he does forgive us. 
Even in the Old Testament, God's that way. Because the door of the tabernacle was always open. It was just a curtain on the other side where you walk around and go into the outer court. But it was always open 24-7. Altar was always burning 24-7. Why? Because God knew that people sinned 24-7. Any time of the day, they, they're liable to sin and do wrong. And God says, my forgiveness is 24-7. I'm ready to forgive. And I'm so glad he's forgiven me over, over, over. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm hung on that. Just over, over, over and over and over again. Oh, we really feel we're something, ain't we? Well, we're nothing without him. If it wasn't for him and him, his name, you know, when we became, when we decided to go all in with him, then he gives us his name. He gives us his name. Here, here you go. It's kind of like me being crazy enough to hand you my credit card. Here you go. You just use it wherever you want. And when you go in that store, be sure and sign my name on it, on the receipt. You know what I'm talking about? Huh? That's, I mean, and can you imagine, can you imagine? For one thing, you might have enough money to get the Point Pleasant on my credit card. You know, you might be able to take a trip to Point Pleasant. If you want, if you live in Point Pleasant, that's great. I'm just talking about distance here, okay? God bless our West Virginia members, amen, good people. I don't know where we do in southeastern Ohio if it wasn't for West Virginia. Of course, they say that about us over there, you know. But the fact is, is that I'm limited. I'm very limited. I'm limited. The older I live and the longer I live, the more limited I'm realizing that I can't do all things and cannot, and now I've decided there's many things I won't even attempt to do anymore. But my God, your God, he is everlasting to everlasting. He's from he's beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. Your God, the everlasting God, the all-creating God, has no limits, has no start, has no ending. Your God created all things. Everything that does exist has been created by him. Your God, the God you serve, he's the one that's handed over to you his name. So you can use his name. So when the devil comes around and you've been in, you're in relationship with Jesus, you can say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. And he'll run, he'll run, he'll run, trip over himself, not because of you, but because the credit that you have in Jesus and the name that you have in him. He's the one that he's afraid of. Jesus is the one that he's afraid of. Now, I want you to notice that this was not merely a suggestion but coming from Paul about this in this verse in Colossians. But it actually, but a direction by Paul that whatever, that whatever Whatever we, whatever we do in word or deed, boy, the word, boy, that really means a lot nowadays. Yeah. I think we're choking with so many words and information. We got people blabbing. That's all they do is blab. Blab, blab, blab. Like Charlie Brown's teacher in the cartoon. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's how his teacher, no wonder poor kid never learned anything, but 
But the fact is, is that we got so much in, in the social, so, much, so many words, so much talk, you know, so much speech, so much. I just wish to the Lord that we would, whatever we say, let it be in the name of Jesus. Let it be in no more uh, questionable words or open-ended statements. No more battling over mad at somebody and hope they read this thing, you know? None of that foolish kind of talk. But if we would get in business and all in with Jesus Christ, uh, we'll go to work and we'll talk Jesus. We'll go to Walmart, we'll talk Jesus. We'll see each other and we'll talk Jesus. And you know what will happen? Victory will begin to flow in our life. Some of us are defeated because we've been depending on the wrong word and the wrong name. That's what Paul's saying here. He said, don't do it. It's interesting they gave that direct statement to whatever you say or do, do it in the name of the Lord. It must have been there were people doing things in their own name. And whenever you do something in your own name, honey, you're on your own. You're on your own. I can't believe I fell in this pit. Did you ask God? Lord, should I go around which direction you want me to go? In your name, Lord, what do you want? No, no, I didn't. Well, you're in the pit because you went in your name. You're, you're stuck because you went in your name. I've had people come up to me, and suddenly what it is, they tell me they're going to get married. Going to. They tell me, even if it's questionable, they tell me and then ask me, tell, will you do the ceremony without any pre-counseling, without any prayer, seeking God for this eternal, I mean, it's not eternal, but it is forever. It is forever relationship and bond. They don't even seek God. They don't enter into that in the name of Jesus. And then they end up with, woe is me, he is a devil, and I thought he was an angel. Well, the devil is an angel, but he's a fallen angel. But then they wonder, why is this happening? Why did this happen? It's because they decided on their own to do all their deeds on their own, in their own name. Say whatever they say in their own name. If you come to me and say, I'm going to give you the peace of my mind, guess who you're talking in whose name? Your name. I'm going to tell them what for. Well, it's going to be in your name. But you can stand before those who are bound and oppressed. And you can go before them and say, I've got a word for you from God. In the name of Jesus, be set free. Be delivered in the power of his name. Paul doesn't say that we should do those things in the name of Jesus. He simply states it. He says, do it. It's the principle to live by in the name of Jesus. And so people will do things on their own. There are people, and many of us will go out and say or do things, not in the name of Jesus, but in the name of ourselves. There's a lot of self-help stuff out there. It's okay. You can do some improvement with yourself. You can. You can lose a little weight. I'm working on it. But I, by in the name of Jesus. Huh? 
I know I got to, you know, get ye behind me plate. Put a little tithe on the plate for the meal. It feels like that. I'm tithing on my supper. I never in my life thought that measuring was so important, but it is now. You know, my wife surprised me. She said, you can have a cup of this and laid it on there. I thought, oh, my gosh. I must have been having five cups or whatever it was. And she said it with such confidence and joy, you can have a cup of this. Oh, well, great. In the name of Jesus, 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 we have the victory. But there are things we can do, we need to do ourselves. But the truth of the matter is, that may work for a moment to improve our self-confidence, but it doesn't take long for us to realize that there are too many things we face in life that are bigger than we are. You ever face anything bigger than you? I got a witness in the house. I'm talking to all generations this morning. It's not just, it's, it, it, it's not just mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. It's, it's all generations that, that face something bigger. Our name, our abilities, our strengths will not bring the results we need. We'll do whatever we can. You ever been to that place? I've been to that place where the living room starts shrinking. The lights are out and I'm at the coffee table. I've been at that place where I'm sitting there saying, oh, God, I, I don't know. What am I going to do? What can I do? What can I do? I get a piece of paper, a pad, paper, and pen. I don't know why I do that. I just write down the same stuff over and over and over again, same figures over and over again, or same facts. But then when I decide to say, Lord, this is bigger than me. Lord, forgive me if I help make this happen, but God, forgive me. But in the name of Jesus... I ask you, Lord, did you help me through this? That I get through it. I can make it through. I can do it. I can do. For you said I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Lord, I need you. And in the name of Jesus, something happens. Some, maybe it's just something happened to me. But I happen to believe that in the name of Jesus, the atmosphere is affected when you say the name of Jesus. That when you begin to say in the name of Jesus Christ, according to God's holy word, Believe and have faith in that name. Don't have faith in me. Don't have faith in your mom and dad, your grandma, grandma. You have faith in the name of Jesus Christ for who he is in your life. For God, therefore God also in Philippians 2, 9 through 11 has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let me tell you, God loves it when you use his son's name. He loves it when you keep saying Jesus and in the name of Jesus. God loves it because suddenly you keep saying it so much that he must be relevant in your life that you talk about and you believe you call out things that will happen in the name of Jesus Christ and the question is are you are you invoking the name of Jesus over everything whatever in your life you need to invoke the name of Jesus invoke the name of Jesus over whatever 
We're called to be world changers. None of that's going to be possible unless whatever we say and do is in the name of Jesus. He has to be Lord. He has to be Lord. He has to be Lord of our life. In what ways can we invoke the name of Jesus? Oh, my goodness. Somebody, I'd, I'd, I'd almost be tempted to give an open mic here. How many times and how many ways can we invoke the name of Jesus in our life? Every night, lay hands on your children. Lay hands on them and bless them, Daddy and Mama. And pray, go in there and pray and then bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I, speak, uh, I, I speak life and power and authority and blessing and favor upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. You go into work tomorrow, you go in that door in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, some of us drive cars. We need to invoke the name of Jesus before we get in our car and believe in the name of Jesus, you're going to start. I've been there before, I know. But in the name of Jesus, I'm going into work. In the name of Jesus, I'm going under a surgeon. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to witness to those around me. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to talk to my co-workers. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to go through the meat aisle. And while people are having problems trying to buy meat because the price of meat, just begin to talk Jesus Christ and lift up the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no inflation in God's economy. And there's no weakness in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You go and give an offerings and you pay tithe. You say, in the name of Jesus. You get your checkbook out and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In that name. When we're all in, we have the right and authority to use the name of Jesus. Jesus says in Matthew 18, 19, and 20, Again, I say to you that if two, two of you agree on earth, agreeing or concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them for my Father in heaven. For two, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst of them. Mark 16, 17 says, And these signs will follow those who believe. Do you know what day I think we're living in? I know it's the last days. I know it's dark times around us and the darkness getting deeper. But it's the day of signs and wonders. Oh, oh, whenever the devil tried to put pressure on God's people in the New Testament, they began, God just kept on moving through miracles and signs and wonders. Uh, While the Romans were applying pressure, God was pouring out blessing upon the church and thousands came into the kingdom where the church eventually uh, outlived the Roman Empire and took over the Roman Empire because of the name of Jesus is above every name. In my name they will cast out demons They will speak with new tongues They will take up serpents They they drink anything deadly It will be by no means hurt them They will lay hands on the sick And they will recover Boy that's a pretty confident statement isn't it Will, will, they will, they will They will lay on hands They will recover I think this applied pressure in our culture should be pressure applied in our spiritual life. 
that if you do everything in the name of Jesus, you're not going to look for a president to solve things. You're not going to look for Congress, which that in the back and forth, whatever, and that's really a sarcastic whatever. <laughs> I'm serious. Political means is not going to help anything. The pendulum may swing a little bit to the right for a, a year or two, a few years, and it's going to swing extreme to the left, and it just keeps getting further and further away from God. It's not going to be political means that are going to make things different in your life and my life. The name of Jesus will make difference. Now, I know be a good American, but be a better Christian. Be a good American, but be a better Christian. Vote for what's right and let this word be the, the values that you live by in the name of Jesus. You go to the polling booth, you go to those names and say, in the name of Jesus, show me, Lord, show me. In the name of Jesus. Can I get an amen out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just telling you, our confidence is not in man. Our confidence is not in Washington. Our confidence is not in a, a, a man a leader or a leader that is a man. And I hope that, God, your confidence is not upon Ron Bynum. Your confidence should be upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and have faith in him. Don't worry, I'm living right by God's grace. But I'm just telling you, it's not by personality, only by one person, Jesus over and over again in scriptures we read in my name, in Jesus' name or in his name the devils are powerless because of his name in Luke 10, 14 the demons were cast out by his name in Mark 16 healing occurred in his name in the book of Acts 3 in chapter 4, chapter 3 and 4 salvation comes in his name in Acts 4 and 12 there's no other name by which we'll be saved but the name of Jesus Christ we're baptized in his name the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit Matthew 28, 19 we're justified in his name in 1 Corinthians 6 and 11 when we invoke the name of Jesus there are things that happen. We are admitting the bankruptcy of our own name. My name won't get me far, but I will use the name of Jesus. My name may not solve all my problems. They will, it will not, but there is a name that will take care of me in every situation. When I pray in the name of Jesus, I come boldly before God because of the power of his name. It is it would be like a bride coming from abject poverty to marry a wealthy husband. At that point, the woman takes the name of her husband and all that it entails his name, and she no longer acts in her name but in his name. Let me tell you, the name of Jesus has done much for me. The name of Jesus has done much uh, for the Bynum family uh, and, the, and the Lewis family and the Henderson family and the different families connected to me and where I'm connected to them. The name of the Lord has done much for the Baker family and the Arrowwood family and the Martin family and the Searles family. Somebody help me out. Uh, I got too many names here, but everybody in this room, you say your last name. The name of Jesus has done much for your name. When we use the name of Jesus, we identify with the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus has literally given us his name. 
And when I use that name, I'm confessing that he is mine and that I am his. It's like going to the bank of heaven, knowing I have nothing that I've deposited. You ever been to an ATM where someone's standing there and they're very angry at the ATM because they can't get money out of it, but they don't have money to get? You know, maybe you were like that or happened, that's happened to you. That's kind of a very empty feeling, isn't it? Someone looked at you and said, well, just go to the bank and get some money. You can take care of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll go to the bank and give a sob story, and that's all that ever happened. Banks aren't evil. They're just institutions. But it's like going to the bank of heaven, knowing I have nothing deposited, and if I go in my name, I'll get absolutely nothing. But Jesus Christ has unlimited funds in heaven's bank, and he has granted me the privilege of going to the bank with his name on my checks. In the name of Jesus. He does that, doesn't he? Time and time again. When we use his name, we're, we abide in his authority. His name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run into and they're safe. Oh, the name of Jesus. Have you ever uttered the names and said that name of Jesus, Jesus, and somehow you felt like you were going to lose your mind and suddenly peace began to roll in? You said the name of Jesus and you're ready to panic, but then peace and God's presence begins to roll in. You're at a place, you got to decide on something, you don't know what you'll do, then you say Jesus, and then there's this, this, this confidence rolling in, a, a blanket of his love and his favor upon us. God then says, well, in my name, I got it covered. It's covered in my name. Well, we abide in his authority. We abide in his authority so much that we pray in his name and ask by his authority and ask by his authority in accordance to his will and revealed in his word of God. In the word of God, we can pray the name of Jesus Christ. When we use his name, we submit to his will. That's why our confession many times doesn't have in the name of Jesus. We don't say Jesus because Maybe we haven't decided to submit to his will, so we won't say his name. Had a guy one time tell me, God, he was under conviction, under deep conviction. He looked square in my eyes. He says, I can't, I can't come to Jesus. I ain't come to Jesus. I ain't going to be a hypocrite. I won't be a hypocrite. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Well, you're, you're just as lost as a hypocrite. That's what I told him. It's not going to make any difference. You need Christ, and you need forgiveness of your sins. God will give you the strength. You won't be a hypocrite. He'll carry you by his grace and his spirit. But when we use the name of Jesus, it means that our authority rests in submission with him. We submit to him. When we use his name, we submit to him saying, Lord, I submit to you. And he gives us his name, and we can use his name. And then lastly, when we use the name of Jesus, we are representing him and his interest here on earth. We're representatives of him when we say in the name of Jesus and use his name. It is much the same when it comes to a legal arrangement known as the power of attorney. In such matters, one person may represent another in their absence. They act in their behalf 
Jesus has given every believer unlimited, awesome power of authority or a power of, of attorney in all matters and with the right to use his name in every situation. You've got the power of attorney. You represent God's kingdom and the kingdom of God. You're a representative of God's kingdom. Therefore, you have the right and you also have the power of attorney to go and look at those who are bound and say, in the name of Jesus, be free. Those who, those who need the gospel, you can share the gospel because you're a representative of God's kingdom because you use the name of Jesus. That's why the devil doesn't want us to use the name of Jesus. He doesn't want heaven and the power and the, and the favor and the blessing of heaven to come down on earth so all could receive and all be saved. Saints, don't you think it's time we started invoking the name of Jesus in our life? I'm telling you, it's the solution. It, it was a solution for the pandemic. It was a, it's a solution for any type of recession. It's a solution for every situation. The name of Jesus. And the Lord has given you that authority in that name. But if, if you're not a Christian, you can call on the name of Jesus and he'll forgive you. He'll save you. He'll cleanse you. We're living in such a day and hour that I am compelled as a pastor, I won't let a service go by unless I give an invitation to someone that may be here that may want to come back to the Lord or someone who's lost and never been saved. The Lord is calling you and he's speaking to you that today's the day. It's not by chance that you're here, but it's by my divine plan that I might speak to you because I love you and I care for you and I want to forgive you of your sins. This is so important. If we don't do that, I don't, even, I don't even know why we have church. Oh, we do it to worship God. Well, let's fulfill the kingdom of heaven. Fulfill the purpose kingdom by welcoming other people into God's kingdom. It's not just us. It's whosoever will let him come. Whosoever will. How many here are whosoever wills? You know, yeah. Why he accepted you. I don't know why he accepted your ugly mug. But he did. I, I do that when I look into the mirror. I don't believe, I can't believe he accepted my ugly mug, but he did. Right now, will you just bow your heads as worship team's coming? Christ be magnified, if you could do that song. No, if you could do Christ be magnified, it'd be great. No one's looking around Worship teams assembling. And saints, I want you to pray right now. See, we're on assignment too, saints. We, the, we found the grace of God. We've been forgiven our sins, but we have an assignment to pray and seek for God's presence, the Holy Spirit to deal with people's hearts so they'll accept Christ. So saints, I, I do desire your prayer right now. The Lord's speaking to some folks here today. And the Lord wants to give you the power and the gift of his kingdom. He wants to bring you in, accept you, because he loves you. He's not against you, he's for you. And the Lord wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants to bring you back into relationship. 
He wants you to be able rightfully to say and declare with authority and confidence in the name of Jesus for things to happen in your prayers, dealing with the enemy. So this morning, I wonder if there's someone here to say, uh, Pastor Ron, I need to pray. I need the Lord. I need to come back to him. I need to. I need to ask for his salvation. I need for his forgiveness. I want you just to quickly raise your hand and let it down. Just very quickly. God bless you. God bless you. Some others here. God bless you. God bless sincerity of people and openness. None of us are better than anyone. We're just forgiven. We're just forgiven. Go on and why don't you raise your hand and say, I need the Lord. I need Christ. Some others here. If you've not raised your hand, raise your hand. God bless you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm going to be so bold to do this. Would everybody stand with me? Those of you who raise your hand, I'm going to do this. A lot of times we just pray at our seat, but I feel like the Lord's drawing. He's drawing for a reason. I want you to leave your seat right now as he's drawing you. I want you to come up here and stand. So I'm, I raise my hand and I'm nervous to come up. Just come on up. The Lord will receive you. We want to pray with you. The Lord minister to you. Just come on and leave your seat. Come on. Just leave. Just leave and come up here and stand. We're going to have some people pray with you. Just come on. If you raise your hand, come on up. If you raise your hand, come on up. There's some over here. I just feel like the Lord wants you to just take that step. Just come on up. If you raise your hand. Just come. Well, let's just pray. We're going to pray in the prayer of forgiveness, and then the saints are going to pray for our life and what God wants to do in our life. I want everyone, if you will, just pray this prayer out loud. Reach out to the Lord and say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I need you in my life. I won't run away anymore. I'll come to you. Forgive me of my sins. I need you in my life. I need your name in my life. I need to use your name. Forgive me, O oh Lord, and receive me, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Heavenly Father, I ask you, Lord, for the saints right now. Saints, will you just raise your hand toward heaven? How many here want to walk in more authority and power in the Lord and use the name of Jesus Christ decisively and effectively? I want to pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we go before you, Lord, and we ask you, God, come on. We ask you, Lord, to have your way in our life. Take over, Lord. Be Lord of our life. Let us be agents of your kingdom. We find people all around us that are lost. 
Lord, use us for your glory. We'll share the name of Jesus and witness and lead people into your kingdom. Give us authority and power. We have it and we receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. We will operate in it and live in it in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. i like for a couple of folks, uh, Vicki and Cassie, if you'll come up. A couple other ladies want to come up. I want you to pray for these. Some of these uh, children here raised their hand for salvation. Whatever the other need is, just pray over it in the name of Jesus. Some of you can pray right now. Just pray over them in Jesus' name. Pray over them in Jesus' name. Father, we just ask right now, God, just move in a mighty way. We glorify you. Have your way, Lord, in their life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Lee. Christ be magnified. Let's just sing and glorify him for a moment. Christ be magnified. Singing, oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. Singing, oh, Christ be magnified. Let his praise arise. Christ be magnified in Singing, oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. I'll stand strong and worship you And if it puts me in the fire Then I'll rejoice cause you're there too And I won't be formed by feelings I'll hold fast to what is true Cause if the cross brings transformation Then they can hang me there with you Cause death is just a doorway into resurrection life and if i join you in your suffering then i'll join you when you rise and when you return in glory with all the angels and the saints my heart will still be singing my song will be the same oh christ be magnified let his praise arise, Christ be magnified in me. Singing, oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. 